Welcome to At the Heart of It, Yoga and Other Tools for Life. I'm Julie Smerdin. Welcome to 2024. The jasmine is blooming here in Brisbane, and so are my allergies to it. So my voice is a little bit scratchy today. Forgive me for that. Uh, but I did want to kind of get in and just welcome everybody to 2024. I have had quite a few months um, you may have noticed, or you may not have noticed, I have not been on social media. I have been even quiet on email, which is unusual for me. And it is just because we've been having a little, a big <laughs> health issue in my family. Um, and I have his permission to talk about it because it's been a real opportunity for me to practice, practicing what I preach <laughs> in terms of yoga and taking yoga off the mat. So the 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 law the big end of it is that Lane, my husband, has been in and out of the hospital since early November with an antibiotic resistant infection. So it just started out as a, you know, kind of garden variety UTI that just became resistant to everything they threw at it. And he has kidney stones that have just he's had them since he was 17. They've just, they just sit in his kidneys and they don't really cause any problems. Um, occasionally a piece will break off and travel down and that's what you associate with that kidney stone pain. But other than that, he doesn't really feel them. But the infectious disease specialist decided that the infection was seeding itself in the stones. So he had to go in every Thursday from mid-November to the week before Christmas and have laid these laser procedures to blast the stones. There were like seven or eight of them. So he went through all that, you know, came home after those procedures and, um, but it was full anesthesia every time and, you know, not, not a small thing. And then the Sunday before the last one. So this was the Sunday before Christmas, I got COVID <laughs> which, from the first time. So we had to, you know, he was scheduled for his last laser, laser procedure, which he did not want to miss. And um, anyhow, we had to separate, you know, in the house and uh, it was just, it was crazy. And then Christmas came and we were hoping once the stones were gone that the infection would also go, but it didn't. Um, and so three weeks ago, he went into the hospital to start a heavy duty course of IV antibiotics. And he's been there since I think around the 15th of January. Um, and this is kind of the last resort really for this infection. It does seem to be working, which is a good thing, um, but it can only be administered under really um, strict circumstances. It has to be kept cold. It has to be mixed in, in a certain way in a certain place. And so that's why he's been in the hospital all this time. He's actually feeling okay. But he's set to come home next week, and they've—he's got another few weeks to go on this antibiotic. But they've figured out a way that he can do it at home, which we're really grateful for. Um, and he'll have a, a home nurse come once a day and check everything out, and you know, get him rolling. So we're just fingers crossed that once this treatment is done, the infection is gone, and that's it. If it's not, I don't really know what's next, but. Um, we have every reason to be hopeful. He's, you know, his symptoms are gone. His blood work looks good. So that's where things are. And that's where I've been. <laughs> so it's just been a really interesting time of 
uncertainty. And I think that's been the hardest thing to deal with. You know, it's one thing when you go in and you have a surgery and then, you know, at the end of the surgery, this thing is going to be fixed and then you go and you recover. But here, you know, with this, we just, we haven't known, like even with the stone blasting, you know, did you get all the stones? Did you, you know, were, there were so many, so many Z factors and, you know, then kind of waiting to see the, if the infection went away and realizing that it didn't. And in fact, it was getting worse and then coming in and, you know, we've got a great doctor, like we're super happy with the doctor, but he doesn't mince words. So there's been a few scary conversations with him um, over the, the last couple months. Uh, but we're we're grateful to have him. You want to have somebody who's super meticulous and super particular. And I think along with that comes with a level of frankness that we've had to get used to. So that's me. But I'm just starting now to get back, get my head back into work. I've been teaching my regular Wednesday class, which has really actually been a blessing for me because I have been home alone and I work alone and Lane's not here. And so just getting to be with people that I know that I care about, that I know care about me, it's been, it's been a real blessing. So I'm pleased and happy with that, but I'm also excited to get stuck into 2024. I am committing to you guys and to myself to put out a podcast at least once a month. So I'm going to shoot for mid month um, on Wednesday for a release date. And I actually have already a whole year worth of 12, so 12 um, guests lined up. And I'm really excited about them. Um, every, everywhere from anything from pro athletes to Bill Dorgan, who has written the book that I think is the best book that I've found that describes how to really live your yoga philosophy in a way that's so accessible. I've used it in my teacher training for years. It's called Finding the Midline, by the way, if you want to check it out. Um, so he's coming on. Um, I have a really good friend who has an incredible cancer story to tell. Um, I have an Olympic athlete coming up. It's all very, very exciting. And I'm looking forward to kind of really knuckling down and getting more consistent with this podcast because I'm really enjoying doing it. Um, what else? I have some fun things actually coming up this year. I am doing uh, my teacher tune-up weekend in this is the first weekend of March, so it's coming up pretty quickly. This is a weekend I've done in Melbourne. I've done it in Brisbane. Um, it looks like I'm going to be doing it in Darwin later in the year. And it's just a weekend to just hone your skills, learn maybe learn some new things, connect with other teachers, which when I've done this, no matter what city I've done it in, that seems to be the most important thing. Uh, teachers want to connect with each other and they want to share stories and, you know, has this ever happened to you or what do you do when this happens in your class or, you know, that kind of thing. So I'm really looking forward to leading this again. I haven't done it since COVID, so this will be great. And then I've got my Bali retreat at the end of April. This is possibly the last year I'm going to be going back to Bagus Jati, at least, at least for the short term. Um, I have some other things planned for 2025 and if you haven't been to Bagasjati, I don't even know how to describe it. You know, Bali for Australians anyways, can is, is a little bit like Mexico is for Americans. I mean, it's easy to get to, it's cheap. It's, you know, it, in some ways it feels less special than other places, but I'm telling you this place is 
is remarkable. I've been to Bali. I don't know. I should count actually probably six or seven times. And I, I tend to stay away from Ubud now because it's gotten so busy, but this place is North of Ubud. Um, and it's kind of set on the side of a mountain and, you know, there's beautiful stone staircases all over the place and gardens and the, there's an Ayurvedic spa there that's pretty well known throughout Bali. And they do beautiful nourishing Ayurvedic treatments in addition to, you know, the, the normal ones you'd think of at, at a spa. Beautiful pool. The yoga shala is exquisite. It overlooks the jungle. And often we see monkeys in the trees and and monkeys that don't come into the shala, by the way. <laughs> Sometimes you have that problem in Bali. Um, and the food is incredible. And so it's, you know, a week of all-inclusive yoga twice a day, yoga and or meditation. Um, beautiful time to connect with other people and connect with nature and connect with yourself. Just give yourself a treat. So anyhow, that's April 27th, I think, or 6th. Uh, through through the beginning of May. It's a it's a week-long retreat. Love to have you join me on that one. And for my American listeners, I am putting something together. Um, just looking at different places right now. I'd like to come in July, but it it's um it's a little bit cheaper to come a little bit later in the year. So I may I may be back in October again. I think that is all. But what I would like to say is within all of this, even though I've done, to be completely honest, very little physical yoga, my yoga has been what has sustained me. And I talked in, one, in my class recently about faith and how faith doesn't have to have a religiosity around it. Faith can be faith in science. It can be faith in the power of laughter. It can be, you know, faith in love. I have a faith in the intelligence behind the order in which life unfolds. And I'm old enough, <laughs> for better or worse, um, to have been through peaks and valleys in my life. And I know that the valleys, no matter how deep, don't last. And the peaks, no matter how high, don't last. And if I can stay centered in those times, in both times, you know, like we want the good times to last, don't we? But, you know, but they don't. And I think it's important to remember, not in a in a negative kind of way, we've got to enjoy the, the peaks while they're there. And we've also got to let ourselves feel the valleys there's there's such a tendency you know toward toxic positivity and i think that it's good to stay positive like you you don't want to dwell on the the hard feelings the sad feelings the anger the frustration the worry but you do also need to acknowledge them and you need to let yourself be in that space and then you know and then go back and shift your mindset so that's been pretty much my practice for the last three months. And I'm happy to share that with you. You know, I, nobody ever asks for a chance to practice their practice, but I think it makes me a better person, a stronger person. 
And hopefully, you know, I'll have more to share with you down the road. So that's me for now. Um, please come back. I will be more consistent this year. This has started out as a love project, but I realized I could get more professional with it. And that's my plan. So I hope to be talking to you soon. Thanks for listening. <laughs>